it is the host of the self-medicated podcast uh here as always with the captain of the igloo and this is this week's over-the-counter episode of the self-medicated podcast it was kind of a struggle to pick up a topic for this week yeah but i think we landed on a really 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 good one um, and I think it's relevant to both men and women <laughs> and gender non-conforming folks, too. Yeah. You know, there's this concept. I'll speak from the straight male perspective, cis male perspective, where, you know, a lot of times as we're courting women and, and potential mates, there's this, um, you know, what I interpret it as is a layout of standards, mm-hmm. right? Like a um, kind of, you know, setting the bar for how to be treated. Yeah. And I think a lot of times that looks like, you know, women saying, you know, I expect to be treated like a queen, mm-hmm. right? Which is kind of a setting some expectations for behavior yeah. while dating, right? In a vague way. In a very vague way. Because when a woman approaches you or you're, let's say you're on your first date you know, and you're 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 talking to someone, and you say, you know, what do you what are you looking for? What are you expecting? Mm-hmm. Um, and she hits you with, you know, I just want to be queeted, treated, queeted like a tween. I want to be treated like a queen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want the world given to me. I want the world to be my own. I want to be treated like a queen. And whoever asked this question, when they asked it, it made me think about exactly. What do you mean by treat it like a queen? Mm. Because last time I checked, this is America. We've never had a queen. <laughs> and so all of the queen. Not according to the white man. Right. All of the queen shout ideals. Out to Native Americans. Shout out to the. Wait, no, they didn't have queens. There were no queens in not the Native They weren't equivalent. called queens. They had the equivalent, I yeah, would say. That's, not, that's true. You know, that's true. But, yeah. but, you know, queens are royalty. Mm hmm. And I think that especially in European culture, there is an expectation of treatment that comes along with the moniker of a queen. Yeah, to be waited on. Servitude, to be waited on. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, all of your... Queens don't got no job. No. <laughs> they don't. So the it, it it begs the question when a when a woman says I want to be treated like a queen, what does that mean, mm-hmm. and is that unrealistic? Mm. I can answer my own question. <laughs> it is unrealistic. <laughs> it is unrealistic for eighty percent of you bitches to be expected to be treated like queens. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, we're going there. Um, it's just unrealistic. But before we get there, I want to understand okay. why you feel like you need to be treated like a queen, and what does that mean? Because my interpretation uh, of being treated like toxic. a queen, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, because my interpretation <laughs> of being treated like a queen is being catered to in an unrealistic sense. It means being a partner with someone. Who is not going to be realistic with you Mm. Who's going to treat you in a way that you may not have earned May Mm. not deserve May not have the personality to warrant such treatment Right? Like I think that, you know, in our society The quote-unquote queen treatment has been 
perverted in a sense mm. to mean that if a person treats you like this, they love you unconditionally, mm. that they feel certain things for you. When mm. I personally believe that if someone expects those things off of you from you without mm. ever really even meeting you, it's like a preacher. Then this is someone who probably needs to go to therapy. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah. just dissect some of the things that are going on with themselves internally if that <laughs> is their expectation with no merit whatsoever. Yeah. That yeah. I personally avoid um women that say either they like to be treated like a queen or that they're spoiled. Oh my god. Spoiled can be tricky because like it depends on how they were raised if I am okay with them saying they like to be spoiled right so um first of all you shouldn't like to be spoiled you should appreciate being spoiled yeah that's yeah. a bar true, true, true. <laughs> you should not yeah because well, like, everybody likes to be spoiled exactly yeah but if you have an expectation to be mm -hmm. spoiled that's bad that's bad. That's I bad. That's am bad. fine with the woman that says she's she's spoiled if she was raised with her father in the home and he spoiled her, right? I don't know about women that didn't have that father that didn't spoil them and just them coming into l later on in life saying they like to be spoiled because they had like one dude. <laughs> it's so dope. <laughs> right. And they dated for six months. Yeah. Um, I feel like the base of it is very different. Like, I feel like when they've had the man that raised them grow up kind of spoiling them and showing them the finer, finer things in life, they tend to um, have a better appreciation of these things and a higher expectation of what it is to be treated. Because if I have daughters, I'm going to kind of raise them that way so they'll have a higher expectation of, like, who to go after and what type of provider they want in their lives. I can understand that. I want my daughters to be the most unimpressed people on the planet, <laughs> right? So that you really have to come with some heat mm -hmm. to impress them. That's exactly. my goal. Yeah, it's to just make exactly. this. My goal, if I ever have daughters, literally, you know, Chris Rock says to keep them off the pole. <laughs> mine is to have the highest expectations possible. Mm. That is my goal for my While daughters. While remaining realistic. Oh, but and 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 humble. At the same time, mm, right? Like it's gonna be tricky. Yeah, it's gonna be very, very tricky. But shit, I expect the best. I have yeah. no reason to expect that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> honestly speaking. But yeah, no. So um, I think the nuance he word here is expecting. Mm. the The most important word in this conversation is expecting to be treated like a queen. Yeah, because you know I'm I'm engaged. I have a fiance. And if you ask her, I'm pretty sure she'll say that I treat her like a queen. Mm -hmm. But this is not something that is inherent. This is an earned behavior. Yeah. If, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's uh, I think it's interesting when women say, you know, they walk into a situation to say, you know, I expect to be treated like a queen. I'm like, all right, shorty, does that mean that you expect me to just do whatever you say, right? Like just to agree with everything you want, oh, uh, because this is probably end up going to be being clipped. I'm asking you to clip this 
My understanding of a queen and the way that a queen should be treated is very specific. And it's not some shit that you just get by having a mm-hmm. vagina. That's some shit you earn. I think that's where people fuck up the game. A lot of dudes, they come in like that, setting this expectation for women, thinking that just because they are a woman or just their existence, they inherently deserve to be treated a certain way where, like, you have to earn this respect or this type of treatment. You can't just come in and get it. But it's a lot of niggas coming in the game, fucking up. Yeah. Making it harder for everybody else and also making it harder for women because now a lot of these women are single Thinking they're supposed to be treated like this, they thinking it's normal because, like I said, one dude did it for them, and now they're just out here single. And you know, that's the power of perspective. On mm-hmm. the one hand, it could be harder. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it could be easier. Yeah, right. Like you weeding out <laughs> a whole bunch of fuck niggas <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, the other thing is, so when you are exposed to be treated like a queen mm-hmm. how do you how should how do you anticipate treating your partner mm. if you come in the game that's what I was gonna say anticipating being treated like a queen yeah. how do you anticipate treating the person you're dealing with yeah because I I can I can let you know that some people will say that you have to earn how I treat you. Yeah. Some women will say, oh, you want to be treated like a king? You have to earn it. Well, bitch. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. This is specific to women. that I noticed that they want to be treated like a queen, that they feel like they have to be treated like a queen first in order for them to treat somebody like a king, which I don't think is fair. It's not fair at all, especially yeah. for, I mean, it, it, there's certain level of niggas. Uh, my regular treatment, mm-hmm. certain bitches might feel like I'm treating them like a queen. Yeah, yeah. So we have to also understand this dynamic because, sweetheart, you sound like you're talking. Just because I called you an Uber and you didn't have to call your own, doesn't mean I'm treating you like a queen. Yeah. You understand that. <laughs> Treating you like a queen would be arranging a ride or maybe taking you home or arranging a sh- uh, Uber black for you. Mm. Okay. Treating you like money. a queen would not be. <laughs> Damn, I can't even expose this nigga. Treating someone <laughs> like a queen is not. Mm. This is some other things. <laughs> But I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I, can't, I can't I can't expose this person. But um but also treating someone like a king also comes with some things too. So True. I guess the uh, my, my my biggest question I guess comes from uh stems from when you say you expect to be treated like a queen, what mm. does that mean? Right? Like what yeah. type of behaviors are you speaking of and are you willing to treat that person like a king? Yeah. With the same level of whatever, whatever they require, they have earned at that point. (laughs) Right. Like if you walk into a relationship and expect to be treated like a queen, Mm -hmm. are you going to be mad when a nigga said, um, bitch, you talking back. What are you doing? (laughs) 
right? Like, like think about what we're talking about. Who is a king? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, would it, would, if you expect a nigga to be treated like a king, yeah, and you come in with some bullshit and you don't like it, but it's king behavior. Like, these are right. all questions that I have yeah. to ask because uh, I don't know. I do know the answers to them. Whatever tickles your pussy is what is going to make women okay. I understand that, yeah. but that doesn't have anything to do with longevity. And the point of this podcast is to really like one of the points of this podcast is to build really intentional relationships yeah. amongst people, whether they're romantic or not sexual or not. And so once you have an intimate and like a real understanding of who people are, you'll treat them deservingly. Mm. Right. And so, you know, my mantra, I want to treat everyone the way that I would like to be treated. Yeah. Right. I also have an unrealistic view of how I want to be treated, right? <laughs> so that, that means I treat people really, really well for no reason, which also <laughs> means I open myself up to motherfuckers taking shit a certain way and think that I'm just nice when it's like, fam, no, I just do this as a person, but now you're on my wrong side and now I have to treat you like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my standard of behavior, I think is a very, and I think you're like this too. Your stand, our standards of behavior Mm-hmm. I think are very different from what people have become used to, mm-hmm. especially women. Mm-hmm. Like, fam, I remember before Whitney, I remember going on a date and paying for the dinner and the girl arguing with me about paying for the dinner, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I don't want you to hold this over my head later on. And all of these other things I'm like bitch You understand I would have paid for my dinner Whether you was here or not Like this don't have Honestly Low key This don't have shit to do with you And I understand This is based on How you've been treated By other people But I can't control that And I'm gonna treat you Like a queen And if you think Paying for dinner Is treating Mm. you like a queen then we just have different levels of understanding, sweetheart. Like we just yeah. have, we just own different pages, and I don't know what to do with that. Like, uh, who was it? Who who set this line? I exposed it. I exposed it to real, and now she hate lane. Who the fuck said that? Sounds like future, but it wasn't him. <laughs> it sounds that's familiar, <laughs> right? Like I can't remember who said I exposed it. it to real, and I think it might be plies or some shit like that. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Little Wayne. I um, think it was plies actually. Yeah, in a situation like you just said, you could kind of tell either who she's dated in the past or how she was raised off of something like that. And to me, that would be a red flag. I feel like a lot of women might be thinking, oh, she's right. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> she's right. Um, uh, dudes will hold that over your head. But, like, that is broke nigga thinking mm-hmm. all around. <laughs> like, Facts. If you think somebody is spending money on you is going to hold it over your head, you're used to dating broke niggas and you have a broke mindset. Yep. If a nigga is going to hold that over your head, he's broke. That's exactly. a broke nigga mindset. That's the key. Yeah. You know, I've been in, um, when, I lived, when I lived in Atlanta, <laughs> man, I had a lot of ex- uh, interesting experiences that I think taught me a lot about life, right? Mm-hmm. I had a homegirl. Who was a stripper in Atlanta mm-hmm. that wanted to date me, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to date her. <laughs> Not a lot of niggas got that type of story. <laughs> it's usually the other way around. Well, the reason I didn't want to date her 
is because I felt like she didn't know herself. Mm. And I felt like the only reason she wanted to date me was because I was the first person to show her some different shit. Mm. Yeah. And so this is almost the other side of the coin of the question that I asked, right? Is, Is expecting being treated like a queen unrealistic? Because if you enter a certain, a situation with a certain perspective of being treated like a queen mm-hmm. and that treatment is the norm over an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. What can you anticipate? What are you looking forward to? You talking about the woman? Which, yes. Um, yeah. Right. If all of your realities <laughs> have been shattered, mm-hmm. right. And this new thing that you're being exposed to is now just the norm. Mm. Once you get used to that, mm-hmm. then what? Hmm. Because now your whole definitions of things have changed. Yeah. This so with my homegirl <laughs> that was a stripper, I literally this is how we became friends. I took her out to eat after her shift, bro. Yeah. Waffle House. Literally Waffle House I took yeah, her out to eat after, Of course yes. But do you know how <laughs> I ended up taking her I wasn't even trying to smash Yeah I was trying to smash One of her homies <laughs> Who Played me And left with some other nigga When she got off Usually that's what happens When I hear niggas Talk about strippers So yeah. So I literally Was just like I was literally just mad And drunk at this point It was mm-hmm. just like Man I'm going to Waffle House Who trying to come Mm-hmm. And this bitch was like, yeah, my nigga didn't come pick me up like he was supposed to. Damn. I'm trying to go eat. And mm-hmm. Shorty became my homie, right? <laughs> that laugh is like, I want to say this, but I don't want to tell him myself that in case you're wondering what no, kind no, of no, laugh no, that no, was. No, 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 no. So this was my homie. We ended up going to eat that night, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe a week or two later, I was with... Um, a couple of my homies we were throwing parties in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I extended the invitation. That's all happened years ago. Long, 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 yeah. long, long time ago. I don't even think the years was in. It was like it was before 2010. I'll just put it like that. Throwback story style. Yeah. Uh, so she definitely after 2010. But <laughs> she. Uh, so she became the homie. So like I started inviting her to do certain shit that I was doing with my niggas. Mm-hmm. And like hoping that she would bring her friends because I knew she was a stripper, but like, but I was also promoting parties at the time, so yeah. it was it was kind of a business thing too. Symbiotic, yeah. It was, it was. I was trying to cultivate a symbiotic relationship, and for whatever reason, Shorty took all of these attempts at business and to cultivate business <laughs> at me just trying oh, to be in contact man. with her and wanting to fuck with her, right? Yeah. And so it was a couple of times where we had some parties at the strip club that she was throwing. And she would, and um, ah, she would, said, ah. she would <laughs> intentionally fuck up her bread to let it be known that she like fucked with me, mm. and it didn't work out well for her. Yeah, it shouldn't have because when niggas go to a strip club, they don't want to fuck with a bitch that is. Demonstrating to everyone that she has a nigga. Yeah, that's there. <laughs> that's, that, that's there. You gotta sell the fantasy. Exactly. So yeah. Shorty wasn't selling the fantasy, and I understand. I'm a dope ass nigga. I understand <laughs> when you meet me, you might want to change your lifestyle. You want to do some different shit. I understand that. I get that. 
I, I totally understand it. But I think it is a really good lesson for everyone to understand and learn is that, you know, when you meet someone, almost always they're fucking with you because of the person that you are now. Mm. Okay. And, you know, me, just like almost everybody else has baggage, has fucked up shit in their background, shit that they've done, shit that has happened to them. All of these things have happened Mm. up until the moment that you met this person. Right. True. And when you meet this person and there is any indication that you should explore this person, right, get to know them better. I'm not talking about necessarily romantic relationships. I'm talking about uh, curating good people in your life. When you feel those type of things, I personally feel like a lot of those type of attachments or like interests peak when you hear about people's past and you hear about what people have been through. Yeah. Right. Um, <sighs> Trying to be real careful. Brother, here. making all the sound effects. <laughs> Trying to be real uh, careful. Uh, I think that a lot of those um, kind of emotional understandings lead people into misguided romance. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and. This is the concept of being kind of being your your perception of being treated like a queen, mm-hmm. right? And what does it mean to be treated like a queen? Because the problem here is some of y'all have dealt with niggas whose basic level of attention will make you feel like you're being treated like a queen. <laughs> but then you run into other type niggas who give you their version of basic attention. Yeah. Who to you feel like they're going above and beyond doing some whole extra shit, treating you like a queen. Yeah. When low key, they're just treating you like a human. <laughs> right. Mm. And so the expectations to be treated like a queen need to be understood among sexes because, you know, <laughs> would I treat someone like a queen? That's not paying for dinner. That's not taking you out. That's not paying for everything. That's not being thoughtful mm-hmm. about what you want or what you may enjoy. That's not buying you. That's not anticipating your needs. That's just me being a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right? All yeah. of that shit just come with me. That nigga. Yeah. Not a nigga. Treating but you like a queen, nigga. though, is a <laughs> whole nother bar. You think because you come in with maybe um, a higher standard of treatment than most, when someone says they want to be treated like a queen might seem like it's being overboard because your standard is probably already above the average? When I was 21, I would answer your question as yes. Okay. Now, though, (laughs) I have a whole nother understanding. Okay. Some niggas just out here really treating women really bad, bro. (laughs) Like, it's a lot of you niggas out here just dogging women for no reason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on the one hand, I appreciate y'all because my basic level shit that I think is basic. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it seems like the world to a lot of these women. But on the other hand, y'all are really setting expectations low for niggas. Yeah. And that, and you know, when I come through, I, I, 
you might have experienced this where you scare certain people. It's like, nigga, hell no, nah, you are way too good to be true. <laughs> nigga, you're honest, you communicate, you don't hide yeah. your feelings, you're telling me about everything that you feel. Oh, yeah, hell no, nah, fuck you. You know what I'm, I'm I've been in that situation before too. Like, nigga, please, yeah. you're way too honest. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, it's a double edged sword in that yeah. sense where. You know, y'all, you fuck niggas need to understand that you are destroying women for mm. the good niggas, right? Like, they will meet us and have a perception based on y'all and their interactions with y'all, Yeah. right? And so, uh, once again, as we're wrapping up on time, the whole goal of this podcast is to elevate the quality of human being on this planet. Yeah. Right, and so when we could talk about things like this, I'm gonna need some of you niggas to just incorporate treating people like queens into your everyday behavior, mm-hmm. so that the unrealistic expectations that these queens have can become more realistic. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's my that that is the goal. That is my purpose of this OTC conversation, man. I have a different purpose. Please do. <laughs> My, pur- my purpose is when I think of that statement, when someone says I want to be treated like a king or I want to be treated like a queen, from my observations, I've noticed that a lot of times the people that make those type of statements are thinking about what somebody can do for them mm-hmm. and they haven't done the work to think about what can they do for someone else. So like, I think the basic thing you can do for yourself that benefits someone else within a relationship is to make sure you're good, make sure you're financially stable, make sure you've taken time to resolve any issues you've had growing up or had dating other people, um, coming into the relationship with pure and genuine intentions. Those are things that I think a lot of people don't come into the relationship thinking about because it means they have to do work first. Mm. So I think you have to do the work with yourself before you can even go out and date and share something, share yourself with somebody else. So I would just say that doing the work on yourself is more important than trying to figure out what somebody else can do for you. Yeah, that 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 might be the leading bar. I do think personally, I do think that nowadays our generation and the younger generation below us mm. view relationships as a way to find yourself. <laughs> and yeah. um that is I have a weird example with my parents being married. They're literally yeah. the only married couple that I know. Yeah. And they literally did that. <laughs> right? Like they were very young when they got married, got pregnant. Mm. And they had it they just committed themselves to figuring each other out and their relationship out. Yeah. Um, you know, over time. But I do feel like based on the fact that they're the only married people I know, that, that ain't really the best idea. You should probably know who you are before that yeah. point, right? <laughs> that is, shout out to my parents. That's the biggest lesson they taught me was yeah. don't do it like y'all. Right? <laughs> like that was the biggest thing they taught me is like there's just some certain shit you need to figure out and understand as an individual before yeah. you start trying to have a partner, bro. Like, that's a fact. That that's I, critical. I just, critical, critical, critical. I was on Instagram today and I saw a post from um this lady. I believe she's a therapist, but she was saying that how a lot of her clients are in toxic relationships and how, you know, as clinicians or therapists, we say to, you know, get out of this relationship is no good for you. 
because they're doing this or doing that and they're abusive in whatever way it is. But she's like, the most important thing is to realize why you ended up in this relationship in the first place. Yep. She was like, a lot of times people have unresolved issues within their childhood or from previous dating experiences where they're attracted to people because of their trauma. Mm-hmm. So like it goes both ways. So these people are bonding over trauma and not necessarily over love or, you know, the admiration and respect and appreciation they have for the individual. They're bonding over you know, you've been my, some through some shit that I could relate to, or like I was treated this way by my father, so I see you going to treat me the same way. I want that. I'm comfortable with that. I don't have to grow because brackish bitches. <laughs> and that goes the same way with dudes. They might have yes. mother issues, and so like now they're dealing with women that are abusive verbally or physically, but they think it's okay because they're used to it or. They're raised that women do these things and they're bonding over that trauma. The woman's bonding up and she's mm. being abusive because <clears throat> maybe that's how her mother was. So, like, right. that's trauma she hasn't deal with. So, they're creating trauma bonds. And I, like, when I read that, trauma I was like, bonds. God. Is damn. there a book called that? Trauma Should bonds? Be. I have a homeboy who. You said I was at Cinema? No, that's fine. <laughs> I have a homeboy who's, um, whose mom's was very submissive in the mm. relationship, right? Um and the only thing that he fucks with is dominant bitches, bitches that will treat him like shit. Oh, that nigga. That's the only thing he's interested. Like Chuck in. off of billions. Yeah, but yes, 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 yes. This is the type of nigga whose public perception is this like, you know what I'm saying? This powerful, strong, attractive single male, mm-hmm. but low key, all he wants is a woman to tell him what to do. Hmm. Interesting. It's it's a very interesting situation, and I fuck with this nigga the long way because yeah. I understand him to a T. Because mm-hmm. this, this nigga has to cap. Yeah, this ain't over TC. <laughs> this ain't OTC conversation. But <laughs> shout out to my man. But like that's the thing, right? Like because he is the way that he is in everyday life and just normally and mm-hmm. naturally, there's some other shit that he seeks sexually or. Not even sexually, just in a relationship. He just mm. want to be in a different position in a, in a relationship. Every relationship that he has, people are asking him for something or mm. asking advice from him or wanting something from him or gotcha. like he's in the giving position. And so every relationship that he opts into outside of that, he's the opposite. Hmm. So he seeks out women that can give him things. Yeah. That can provide for him. That makes sense. That can right. It does make total sense, but it's also the mm. saddest thing he in the world. Just want to be treated like a king. No, Exa- but <laughs> but do you get it though? Yes. Do you get it though? Yeah, That's you. the thing. He mm. just wants to be treated like a king. I feel That's like people are going to so be like. Wild. So it's not cool to be treated like a queen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's the that's the thing, man. Like, I think this is an important conversation because to be treated like a queen. Or to be treated like a king, especially in this conversation in today's day and age, has nothing to do with your, I guess, social placement within the relationship. Yeah. It has everything to do with your partner, mm-hmm. the way you feel about them, right? Mm-hmm. The way that you feel about yourself and how you want to operate in this world with your partner. Yeah. That's all I got. That was a good, it's okay. been a self-medicated podcast over the counter episode for 
just this Friday. And <laughs> um, yeah, it's the October captain of the 9th, igloo. My birthday. October 9th. Hey, birthday special. it's the birthday special. Shout out. Um, I don't know if we, I asked you on the regular episode. Do you have any big plans? He asked me. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Mechanic pending. <laughs> yeah. It has been uh over the counter episode. I am your host, The Wayfair, aka Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. Ooh, pump fake. You might just I just <laughs> might know nothing. You don't gotta say nothing. Here's always with the captain of the igloo, aka the box hunter. <laughs> and it is over the counter. We out. <laughs> <laughs>